0: I hold fingers, try hard to see.
1: I can tell by your middle finger that you're woman up to me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That's right, three welcomes for this third month of the year, March. And as everyone knows, March showers bring May flowers. Or it brings us, the hosts of Banter Banter. I'm Mike. I'm Aaron. And I'm Manny. That's right. You all have joined us for yet another amazing episode where we dive into the strange things. The oddities of this world. Random facts we've stumbled upon for who knows what reason so being in the month of march i can't help but think about events that have happened that came from this month that gave us in a sense a mayflower further on down the line it may not necessarily have come to fruition in the month of may but these things sparked something amazing to grow out of the creation that happened in march Like our amazing man, Dr. Seuss, who was born on the second day of this month. Dr. Seuss, born in 1904, started as a wee little tot, only to grow up and create some amazing stories for other children. If that isn't a seed grown out of the rains that come in March, Bringing us a flower later on in
1: the proverbial May.
0: I don't know what is.
1: Dr. Seuss also brought us a curiosity to try green eggs and ham, even though green eggs sound kind of gross.
2: He also started what would soon be the live-action Grinch movie. And everybody knows the Grinch is a close cousin to our friend Sonic, who
0: had a whole month all to himself.
1: So are we officially calling it March Grinch month? Are we on Grinch watch now?
0: No, I feel like the Grinch definitely falls in the Christmas curmudgeon series. We can reconvene on him later. It could be Christmas somewhere else in the world.
2: There are a few things wrong with that, but I'm going to let it slide.
0: So gentlemen, as you have both seen, a large list of events and births happened in March throughout our history. What are some of the things that piqued your curiosity in the idea of the event being in March, and therefore being the rains,
1: that gave us the Mayflowers? One thing that really stuck out to me was on March 1st, it's Peanut Butter Lover's Day, and George Washington Carver gave us 105 fabulous uses for the peanut.
2: Wait, the guy who carved up George Washington? Yes. Yes. Carved
1: him up into a peanut. That is where Mr. Peanut came from. The first Thanksgiving featured George Washington as the main course, and he was carved up. Everyone fought over the legs.
2: That's beautiful. (laughs) I want to laugh so hard right now. (laughs) Or cry. I don't know which one.
1: Peanut butter, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. Or just, you know, peanuts in general, how great they are. Unless you're allergic to them, in which case that does suck.
0: I'm sorry for everyone allergic to peanuts. It saddens me to know that you are missing out on the most popular of
1: the legume family. Yes. We understand your pain. And likewise on March 1st, Sunday will be Share a Smile Day. And a smile today can brighten someone's tomorrow.
2: Too bad they took the smile away from Mr. Peanut. And then they gave it to Coca-Cola for their Share a Coca-Cola campaign. Which, by the way, the first Coca-Cola was created back in 1886 before all the revisions you know new coke the return of coke classic without the cocaine
1: i believe it might have been america's first carbonated soda in the words of a very famous
0: man coca-cola is a hell of a drug i mean cocaine's a hell of a drug
2: no i think they had soda fountains and everything else before that coca-cola was an invention that happened a bit later
1: Doesn't the old recipe of Coca-Cola actually contain cocaine in some form? That is the
0: reason that Freud loved his Coca-Cola.
2: It contained a part of the coca tree, which is also where they get cocoa beans for chocolate. So I believe it had a part of that, but it may or may not have been the incorrect slash more addicting part, but don't quote me on that, guys. I don't really know.
1: Well, that might just be an urban legend that there's cocaine in the old recipe. So what I'm hearing is
0: Hershey's stole the idea of putting cocaine from Coca-Cola and has now been manufacturing chocolate with cocaine in it, which is why it's so addictive and everybody wants it.
2: Sure, if you've been doing cocaine
1: before that. I cannot even fathom how you came to that conclusion.
2: The first cola-flavored soda was sold in 1881, and Dr. Pepper was invented four years later. Coca-Cola was invented shortly after that, and was actually made with a small amount of cocaine.
1: And someday Royal Crown Cola would come around and stomp all of them into the dirt. Do not get me started on some RC Cola, because boy howdy. If I had one wish before I died, It would be to find Cherry RC again. It's like another cherry soda, but a lot better. It's not sheer wine, but there's only one sheer wine.
2: The first soda fountain patent was granted to Samuel Fannestock in 1819.
0: I like his name, Samuel Fannestock. It's like I've got stock in fannies. In
2: 1858, G.D. Dow's invented and operated the first marble soda fountain which he patented in 1863. In 1883, James Tufts patented a soda fountain, which he called the Arctic. So, yes, sodas existed a good while before, colas, and for that matter, Coca-Cola. But heck, that cocaine.
1: These are some delightful and tasty factoids.
2: So everyone, this concludes our soda podcast, Banter and Soda. Now we'll continue with the rest of our May podcast.
1: Show within a show. Do you mean
0: Soda Jerks?
2: That's the show where we drink soda and talk about Hercules.
0: Oh, that's right. I'm I'm getting all my lines crossed here. Clearly, I was not listening to Egon when he said do not cross the streams.
1: Switching gears from a tasty beverage to a tasty food, on Friday, March 6th, Oreos first went on sale in 1912.
0: And then everyone decided to start breaking them in half, because clearly,
1: you just want that cream filling. As far as Oreos go, I feel like they're kind of the most versatile cookie, and they've had a lot of different flavors over the years. The Oreo aisle is almost unrecognizable now with how many different flavors there are. Have
0: you not experienced the most delicious firecracker versions?
1: I've had the firecracker Oreo. They were okay. Fourth of July celebration? Yeah, they're pretty good. I gotta say, I favor the peanut butter Oreos, though. Just touching back on peanut butter lover's day.
2: Or more importantly, everyone's real favorite, All Stuff Oreo.
1: All Stuff, is that where it's, it's nothing but cream?
2: It's a wafer of the cream between two wafers of the cream.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I love and am slightly scared by this idea.
2: Now, wouldn't that create a paradox if you take apart the bottom and top wafer to get the wafer in the middle? Is that cream supreme?
0: Our future overlord. I would follow him. I think that would fall into Weird Al's explicit instructions. About the white stuff. Uh, 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 oh, oh, oh. Oh, What's in the middle? And now the outside. The white stuff. I was about to say, was it a parody off
1: of New Kids on the Block? The right stuff? It may or may not have been. No, it was. Absolutely it was. After you got done singing it, That absolutely was.
2: It was a test. You failed it. The New Kids on the Block go round and round. Round and round. I know that hit. That was the biggest hit from Raffi's Cassette (laughs) The new kids on the block go round and round. Straight to the bank.
1: Then on Saturday, March 7th, we have National Serial Day. Cheerio, chaps.
2: Now, I'm not sure if we did this on a pre-release episode or if we talked about it last March. So a former co-worker of mine and I had tried to find pictures for every day of the year as we went along and national cereal day came up so we kept looking and looking and found this picture of a woman bathing in a tub full of fruity pebbles so we had redubbed national cereal day into fruity pebbles bath time
0: i think that is a great creation that happened in march which is national cereal day That gave birth to an amazing photo of someone using cereal to bathe in. I don't quite know how I feel about the cleanliness of this idea, but... It's an exfoliant. I contemplate the benefits of having cereal right there for you to eat.
1: You gotta know that there was some freak out there that would still eat the cereal even after she got out of the tub.
0: Yes, and they're selling each jar for $75 on the internet. Oh, whoa. Buy it now. You know, it takes me the most time to jar up each one
1: of those containers of milk and cereal to sell on the internet. Yes, milk and soggy cereal. It's a very particular clientele. Oh, th- I'm sorry. Milk and soggy cereal that has had a naked woman in it who was a certain degree of dirty. It's a very, very specific clientele for that
0: the internet has proven there is a huge market for that type of thing what was that random twitter person who like sold her bathwater to
1: people then also speaking of twitter on saturday march 21st that's when the first ever tweet was sent out in 2006
2: i don't know does that bring mayflowers or does that bring the end of mankind as we know it Ugh. yeah i think it brings the end of mankind
0: I'm back and forth on that because I watch certain people make tweets to defend themselves and in that tweet, they destroy themselves at the same time. So I don't know if like it's a bad thing or a good thing. It's
2: kind of neutral. I'm sort of just hoping that eventually Twitter will die in the same way Facebook is dying and a bunch of litigation will come down and just sort of suffocate it slowly Meanwhile, just sort of holding one finger over their lips going, shh, shh, it's okay, it's almost over, it's okay. It's kind of like
1: Wednesday, March 4th, the very first meeting of Congress in 1789. Was that really the beginning, or was it the beginning of the end? Also, a group of apes is called a Congress. Apes are pretty smart. They did create
0: their own tools before they decided to no longer evolve. It's a really bold statement to be like, I've got this tool and I don't want to progress any further. I'm done. I've drawn the line in the sand and or dirt with the stick.
2: What is a pair of crows called then?
0: Ooh, I think it is what happens to me frequently, which is
2: an attempted murder. Exactly. (laughs) Nice. You see, and you've redeemed yourself, Mike. One point to Gryffindor. Speaking of attempted murder or the quiet
0: whisperings of an assailant, Going, shh, it's gonna be okay, don't, don't worry.
2: Julius Caesar died. And then two days later, we buried him and called that St. Patrick's Day.
1: Didn't he rise three days after he was killed? No, that's pizza dough. That's Jesus, not Julius.
0: Is that his name, Jesus Caesar? I didn't know that
1: he had a last name. Yes, it was Julius Christ and Jesus Caesar. Jesus Caesar,
0: he came up with the salad.
2: And when he was younger, he did invent the pizza. And also, you gotta admit, Julius
1: Christ kind of rolls off the tongue a little bit.
0: I took a gander at several of the individuals who were born in this month, and I'm quite impressed with some of
2: the top marks. March 20th is Big Bird's birthday. While he is a fictional character, unless you really believe in him, in that case, I am joking, he is totally real, I would say that... The presence of the character, as beloved as he has been to children of many ages and many generations, brought a lot of Mayflowers in the adults that grew up with him as children and may have glanced some lessons and morals and good manners.
1: That's beautiful.
0: Big Bird is real. Snuffleupagus is the imaginary friend.
2: I kind of ascribe more to the Elmo's World theory. Where nobody exists except Elmo, and we're all a creation of his crayon-driven, unlimited power of true creation.
0: Here I was thinking that subscribing to the Grover worldview is the best way to approach life. In the sense that not only was Grover Cleveland born in March in 1837 on the 18th but he double capped his amazingness by being the 22nd and the 24th president and how many people can say that not only did he win once but he won again at a separate date he didn't try to string them together he's like no 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 i'll take a four-year break and i'll come back and crush it
2: and this time it's personal On the note of Grover Monster, voiced by Frank Oz, who also voiced Yoda, basically used the same voice, just gave himself a speech mannerism. Huh, you
1: know what? I've actually never really thought about that, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It does sound very similar to Grover.
2: Yeah, I thought I'd drop that in. I always took it for granted and just sort of assumed everyone knew, but I feel like every time I bring it up, somebody else kind of comes to that knowledge. So I'm glad I could help you, Aaron.
1: Oh, yes, thank you. I'm very much an over-enthusiastic fan of delightful factoids like that one.
0: Factoids are actually not real facts. They are things people think are facts and are not facts.
1: So, all of
2: Mike's body of work.
0: And that's a new fact I learned. Thank you, Mike. Jumping back on the Grover topic.
2: So, I can just put Grover on my back and have a backpack while I run? If you put him on your back upside down? Mm -hmm because then maybe he would still be talking in his normal pace, but at the very least, something about him would be sort of backwards.
0: I promise I won't fall asleep.
2: All right, we lost Mike. It's
0: down to you and me, buddy. Hey, welcome to banter again. So there are a few other things that- Oh, God, he's back. I couldn't help but take notice of in this fabulous month. Something that we are going to be embraced with- Or, I should rephrase that, we've already been embraced with because it happened last weekend. Daylight
1: Savings! I knew you were going to bring that up.
0: The specter that haunts us all year long.
2: Or is a gift when it gives us an extra hour. Which really, we should have opened the episode with, Hey everyone, how are you doing with that lost hour? Have you finally adjusted? It's been about a week. Did you spring forward
0: good enough? Or does it feel like you fell on your face? Because if you fell on your face, I've got something that could have helped you out. And it was also invented in this month. The rubber band. I know, right? The rubber band. Who would have expected? That old thing that we take for granted came about on March 17th, 1845, when it was officially patented in England.
2: Which, speaking of office supplies... Not too much later on March 30th, back in 1858, the pencil with an eraser was patented.
0: Ooh. Now, the only drawback about the pencil with an eraser is it does not hold any world records that I'm aware of. Where the rubber band does have a few records. The first one was the largest rubber band ball originally set in 1978 only to be outdone by a resident of Wilmington, Delaware, in 1998, who got a diameter of four feet for his rubber band, Ball. Then, some guy named Milton from Eugene, Oregon, slayed that record in 2006, bringing us an even more large and mighty rubber band ball with a diameter of five foot six inches oh that's a big old rubber band ball weighing 2.3018 t which i think is tons but i could be wrong oh there it is it was 3,120 pounds Yep, that's at least one ton that is one and a half tons consisting of over 850,000 rubber bands golly but wait 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 how do you transport something like that our amazing state that looks like a panhandle with eyeballs oklahoma exactly connecticut also yes except chile they've got their own group on reddit called florida man and literally a florida man bumped it up by an additional one foot one inch for its diameter in 2008 at six foot seven inches in diameter weighing
2: roughly 4.516 t you know you're probably right it is probably better than the pencil with eraser because i'd imagine the pencil with eraser was probably made for the same reason they reboot stuff like the teen titans It was, everybody already has the pencil action figure, but if we redesign it and re-release it, now everyone will have to buy pencil again. And then we can kick it up a notch because we've got pens. Can we make an eraser
0: pen? Ooh, these are early inventors. They're just using a song that they didn't know about before it became popular. Pencil. Eraser. Pencil eraser. Do do do. Pen. Eraser. Pen eraser. Boop, 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 boop. Apple.
2: Pine. Pineapple. <laughs> what is going on? Do you need to restart? That's it. I'm done with this. I'm currently dealing with a lack of I'm oxygen. out of here. I'm grabbing the nearest firearm I have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when did you get a soundboard? It sounds like Manny just got... Mega Man's dog to teleport him away
2: ah oh, dang it i shouldn't have picked up that free man i'm still here you filled up your sub tanks didn't you
1: yeah listen man you should not have spent all those time finding all those heart tanks to increase your health you should have just stayed plain old boring megaman but no you had to chase zero because you wanted his plateau now
0: gentlemen i know i mentioned this earlier and i want to do a quick dive in this Joke moment first before I dive into the rest of this idea. There's a list of people that were born in March, and I can only assume, based on the list of names, that these people did something important for humanity. I may not know what that thing is that each one of these people provided to society as a whole, but One thing they did provide me, which is currently coming to fruition in March as a flower to me, is their parents' decision on naming them. Because you've got Dicking Smith. Who would rightfully name their child Dicking Smith? Sorry, let me slow that down.
1: Dick, King, Smith. So it's Dick and then King?
2: Like the Jaguar-headed wrestler from the Tekken franchise?
1: King? Yes. and Richard King is actually a pretty cool name. He
0: wears a panther hat and spins around a lot, right? That's what King did.
1: When was Richard King born? 1922. Okay, well, first of all, dick no longer means what it used to mean. What, Richard? Yes, but it's also a euphemism for male genitalia, or at least a portion of the male genitalia. What, Richard? Yes, Richard. Dick, no. Oh my god, you guys, are <laughs> gonna make me, you guys made me say it. Okay. Sorry. For all of our Richards
0: out there, you can talk to your parents about why they named you a clearly defined word related to the male genitalia. You should have asked them to name you Dick because that is not connected with that region of the male body. Okay, that's enough dicking around. Well, I don't know if Dick King Smith did that. I feel like he was a very upfront and active individual who crossed things off of his to-do list to succeed in life and provide us something amazing. Have I riffed long enough for you to dig up information via the internets as to what Dick King Smith did to provide to society?
2: Nope, totally skip that.
0: I wasn't aware that one of us was supposed to be working on that. It's okay. While you skip on that, I'm going to jump to another person who... I think it was unfortunate that her parents did not try to adjust their last name. Because her name is Wanda Gag. What, like a joke? Exactly. (laughs) Like, they named her as a joke. She's a Wanda Gag. Like, it's a wand, but it's a gag. It's a a wand-a-gag. Like a -a tilt-a-whirl. A Wanda Gag. I get it. I don't know where to go with that. You're not supposed to go anywhere with it. It's a gag. That's why it's a Wanda gag.
2: Like March 22nd, National Goof Off Day.
1: That's my favorite holiday.
2: Now, I wonder why they would give a day to that chemical adhesive remover. But you know what else happened that day? Back in 1996, one of the most prolific games in its genre came out. Quidditch, the first Resident Evil on the PlayStation. Oh my gosh, that's actually
0: pretty darn amazing. If you think about how long the Resident Evil franchise has been around, and how many movies they've made, on top of the number of video games they've made.
2: And what better to do on National Goof Off Day than pop in a copy of Resident Evil?
1: Heck, we're starting to relive the 1990s and early 2000s with all the remakes coming out. We've already gotten Resident Evil 1 and 2, and now 3 is on its way. Nemesis. Those were
0: really great things. Although, if we just focus on the fact that the original Resident Evil came out in March, it's blossomed into a whole
1: garden of things for us to experience. It sure has. It's definitely the most notable survival horror video game series. The only thing that I think could compete with it would be Silent Hill and it doesn't have near as many installments. There's only one other thing that I think that could compete with
0: the horror of that franchise. It's spending time in Yellowstone while you didn't hide your food properly and the bears show up. On March 1st, Yellowstone National Park was established, which is amazing. The fact that our government decided to block off sections of our natural landscape to preserve it for future generations, to experience the outdoors, the amazingness that is Yellowstone, and many of our other amazing national parks across the United States, from coast to coast, through amber waves of grain, mountains tall through the Rockies, mountains not so tall in Appalachia, flat plains
1: in Texas, like Big Bend National Park. Yellowstone, home to bears, squirrels, rabbits, honey badgers, probably. Man. And the most dangerous creature of all, a dormant super volcano. That's why there's so many geysers in Yellowstone. It's just all that heat below. So the geysers are just some Femunda cheese
0: for the volcano?
1: Gross. What's Fremunda cheese?
0: Well, it is cheese that comes from... Milk being curdled. Yes, Mike, tell us where it comes from. When the milk curdles, (laughs) (laughs) it solidifies. And if you wait long enough, nature does some amazing tricks with bacteria. And it changes from a liquid to cottage cheese, which is neither solid nor liquid. It's both and neither all at once. And I don't know how peaches make it taste better. But then somewhere in that process of the solidly liquid object that is cottage cheese, it gains strength. And like Popeye eating a can of spinach through his little corn cob pipe, he goes and becomes solid mass to fill your taste buds with amazing cheese flavors, such as Asiago, Parmesan, Kobe cheese. American Yellow Cheese American White Cheese Swiss Cheese Swiss takes a little longer because, you know, somebody else has to carve out those little holes all over the place so that it
1: looks really cool Go on. For the rest of this episode, we're just gonna name a lots of cheeses Gouda, Brie Richard
0: <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the large list of Famous people who were born in the month of March. And it kind of got me excited because there was a random show, oh so many years ago, that was on a channel meant for music, and then it lost its way. But in losing its way, it stumbled upon something very interesting Celebrity Deathmatch. And I thought to myself, There is a good chunk of famous people here, and I'm curious if I were to throw them all into a Royal Rumble pit, which one of these individuals would come out on top? So, to take this into the next step, I want you to just contemplate some of these names and who you think might be victorious at the end of this free-for-all page match. Alexander Graham Bell. Michelangelo. That Johnny of Appleseeds. Our main man Grover Cleveland. An amazing train individual by the name of Casey Jones. Harry Houdini, the magician master himself. An individual missing his ear, Vincent Van Gogh. The ever-present James Madison our fourth president, Jonathan London, Jack Frost's father, Robert Frost, (laughs) the Kent of Jack, Jack Kent, (laughs) Ellen Raskin, Dave Pickley, Mem Fox, Uh, arena's filling up quickly, (laughs) Eric Blegvad, Dr. Seuss, and everything that he had on hand, The person I would love to watch get into the ring and then leave the ring very quickly, Justin Bieber. Maybe he'll sing himself right off stage. And the lesser known, Jonathan London. Just a few of the big names that March gave
1: us. You missed one of the biggest, sir, and if I may offer the wild card on Saturday, March 14th. He would be 141 if he was still alive. Albert Einstein was born in 1879.
0: Clearly, Albert Einstein would lose this because he would spend all of his time to
1: try and figure out the trajectory of throwing something. The man who taught us more about the physical world than anyone else in the last century would bite the dust immediately,
0: you think? Maybe. He would spend too much time contemplating a trajectory and, like, mathing it.
1: I offered that he would drop a bomb on everybody else and they would be gone. Well,
0: clearly that's incorrect because we know he did not like the idea of the atomic bomb, even though
1: he helped create it. He sure did not. Of all the things he gave us, that's unfortunately one of them.
0: He was not like his associate who was very much in favor of the atomic bomb and the use of it militarily to make other countries disinterested in starting a war with us because of the repercussions of said war and the bomb dropping. If you guys want to tweet the name of that individual, you might get a cool surprise out of the deal.
1: Yeah, that'd be a relative
2: theory, wouldn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) If I can end with this particular one, on the very last day of March, March 31st, a Tuesday this year, is Tater Day. Potatoes. Who doesn't love them? Point out a person who doesn't love potatoes.
2: What's taters, Precious? Taters?
1: I love how this month begins with National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. and ends with National Tater You
2: came from the ground and I shall return you to it.
1: Taters? You can
0: fry them. You can mash them. Put them in your pocket.
1: Tater tots, french fries, baked potatoes, mashed potatoes, double-baked potatoes... Scalloped potatoes. Bacon fried potatoes. French fried potatoes. Potato soup. Potato chips with flavors on them. Poutine. Ruffled chips
0: that were made from potatoes. Idaho potatoes. But don't look for a purple tater from Idaho. They think,
2: like Sonic, that's no good. That's interesting. I read a catalog while I was visiting my in-laws and we were just waiting around, that sold different kinds of seeds, I guess, in preparation for the spring that was soon oncoming. And I saw an ad for a blue potato that, as a warning, said on the bottom that they will not ship to Idaho.
0: So, gentlemen, are there any other things from March that you really liked That you think brought us a version of a Mayflower
1: further on down the timeline? Yeah, you know what? Just to touch on a couple more real quickly. On Monday, March 9th will be Barbie's 61st birthday. They were brought out in 1959. And there is a wonderful kind of mini documentary about them on a Netflix show called The Toys That Made Us. Kind of tells about the struggles of women in the toy industry and their triumphant release of this Barbie doll, which has brought happiness to girls everywhere. Wait,
2: you said she's going to turn 65, right? 61. Well, that's five years and two months till she can retire. So keep that in mind, guys. That's right. And she has earned it
1: because she has done A lot of jobs. She has been old enough to
0: drink for several decades.
2: Hey, so who wants to play that game? What date did you say it was going to be? Her birthday is not on Harry Houdini Day.
1: Her birthday is March 9th.
2: May 9th of 2025. Barbie may be able to retire. Let's play a game and see if they don't raise the retirement age before we get there.
0: I think she has more than enough to retire. She's worked a very, very, very large number of jobs. She's had a very diverse career. And I'm pretty sure one of those careers was being an astronaut. And let's not forget that the first walk in space happened in 1965 on March
1: 18th, which is also Grover Cleveland's birthday. Lastly, I would like to bring up March 28th which would be a Saturday this year, in 1881, the Ringling Brothers' Greatest Show on Earth was formed. I have only had a chance to see a Ringling Brothers circus once, but it was a show that I will never forget. It is a production.
0: So the best musical on Earth came out on the 28th of
1: 1881? The inspiration for the movie came out March 28th, 1881. The Hugh Jackman film came out two years ago. Or one year ago. So you're saying that Wolverine has been singing
0: songs for this circus since 1881 and has been very famous in his musical career. You got it, bub. I knew it. I knew I should have invested in his stock a long time ago.
2: So what questions do you guys have for our listeners? What do you listeners think
0: about the fact that pancakes were first made on March 25th? 1882 or follow-up sidebar conversation question how do you feel about uranus being in view of
2: everybody that's not a follow-up that's a different question
0: (laughs) well uranus was discovered in 1781
2: that's cool i wasn't even born then i guess they do say that The first orifice that develops on a human being is the anus. Which proves that
0: I'm a really old man. Because if they've been looking at my anus (laughs) since then... Well, it's good to know that people have been looking at my anus since 1781. I know it validates me being a curmudgeon and an old man. I didn't know the whole world knew about that discovery. But clearly, I am a
1: celestial object floating around the sun while also being on Earth. My questions would be, what do you like better, peanut butter or potatoes?
2: And my question is, for March 26th, when it's Make Up Your Own Holiday Day, are you going to make something new and unique, or just another excuse to revisit St. Patrick's Day? I mean, my gosh, is take a nap day a thing? Probably. I don't know. We'd have to check up on that. One last, last, last thing. Guys, you should totally share our podcast with a friend or family member. Yes, I'm talking to you, fair, fair listeners. Kumi? Yes, you. Couldn't be. Then who? The listeners of our podcast. So share if you listen on iTunes, which I know a vast majority of our demographic seems to come from. Go ahead and rate it and just interact with us. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know, I know, I know. Don't be on fire day.
0: Don't be on fire day. Please slap some funnies on our Banter Banter Cast Facebook page. Or share Mike Facts with us on Twitter at Banter underscore cast, or individually
2: at Brogar C R E for Manny.
0: You can find me on Twitter at Mike8Time, the number 8.
1: You can find Aaron at 8BitWizard, the 8 is roman numerical.
0: A big thanks to Blaze Animator for the current Banter Banter artwork seen on our different internet spots. And last but not least, cheers to Brad Sucks, the creator of this episode's intro and outro song, Bad Attraction, off of the album I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Touch
1: the sun,